Good morning, gorgeous. How are you ladies doing this morning? I hope you're all doing fabulous. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Daff, and you are listening to a Feminine Impression Podcast. If you're listening for the very first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you're returning, welcome back, my dear. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, for sharing it on your social media platforms, for sharing it with your friends and your family. And a very special thank you to each and every one of you ladies who has purchased my fragrance 2911. I appreciate your support more than you can ever know. I love you so much and I'm so happy that you're here. In today's podcast, we're going to be discussing femininity as a wife. We're continuing the series Finer Wives, which teaches you how to be a finer wife for the glory of God. I have two other videos up right now on this topic. The first one's talking about how to look feminine for your husband. And episode two discusses how to support and admire your husband. In this episode, we're going to discuss physical affection, how to seduce your man, how to bring more romance and more passion into your marriage. And we're going to take it slow. Okay. We'll have more podcasts on this very topic. But I kind of want to introduce you to the sensual side of your femininity. So go ahead and sit back, relax, get something warm to drink and something to write with. And let's talk about this. Before we get into how to seduce your husband, let's talk about the fact that men love adventures. Before you got married, I'm sure that you had a focus on keeping yourself up, keeping up your looks, keeping everything fresh, keeping up the relationship. That was a priority to you because obviously being in love is just euphoric. It feels so good. You're getting to know someone. Everything is new. And we kind of feel like we want to keep our relationships fun and fresh. And so we do things like try to discover new restaurants to go visit, new places to explore. We find out what our friends are doing or what coworkers are doing. And we're like, oh yeah, me and my boyfriend, we're going to go do that this weekend. Or I want to take him there for his birthday. Or we're going to go here for vacation. You're usually in this mode of planning and dreaming and constantly wanting to keep everything new and fresh. However... Once you get married, a lot of that kind of dries out due to the focus on other things like your job, your children, your finances, the list goes on. And a lot of times it's really difficult to get yourself back into the mode that you were in before you got married, that exciting dating mode. So a lot of us do need to get re-inspired constantly to be able to keep our marriage alive and fresh. And not in a sense where you're keeping it alive to keep him entertained or to stop him from leaving, but you're keeping it alive for yourself as well because you can get really bored and you can honestly feel like doing nothing and putting no effort in because it's all the same to you. So I want you to think about that in your own marriage. How were you when you were dating your husband? versus how you are now with him. How has your marriage changed? Are you still getting that spark of excitement in you when he says, let's go do something? Do you even plan anymore for things for you two to do together? 
Are you always doing things with your friends and with your kids and never really get that time to yourselves? And when you are out together, are you focused on one another or are you on your phones or just being entertained by someone else and not really spending that time together? All of these things are going to come into play when it comes to seducing your husband, when it comes to getting that fire back inside of yourself. And you may need to get re-inspired, you know, you may need to pull out some of those old photos and start reminiscing about the time when you met him and how good all of it felt. You may need to start dreaming again and thinking of things that would be wonderful for you and your husband to do together. This is where I want you to start. This is where I want you to start because this is what's going to slowly build you up to getting to a place where you feel excited to seduce your husband. Now, maybe for you, that isn't quite the case. Maybe you do still feel that, but there's something else within you that's stopping you from being bold enough, being ready, being willing to bring that romance back into your life. And for a lot of us, it comes down to looking the part. Maybe you didn't look like you used to look 20 years ago. I wouldn't really expect you to. I don't think he really expects you to. But a lot of times we expect ourselves to. And that gets in the way of coming off as our authentic and sexy self. But think about this. What about you don't you fancy anymore? What about you don't you like anymore? Because your self-esteem is going to play a big part in this. How do you see yourself now? Obviously, when you met him, you felt like He must like me because he wants to date me. He wants to marry me, that kind of thing. But as the marriage continues, you may start to doubt how he sees you and how he feels about you. And that can directly impact the way that you show up. So what about yourself? Are you not that into anymore? Whatever it is, I don't want you to throw a pity party over it and wallow in that. It's just to be able to have a point to start at. Once you're able to be honest with yourself and figure out exactly what it is that you're not so confident with anymore, then you'll have a starting point to tweak. For many of us, it could be how we dress now. When you met your husband at a certain point in time, you probably were in a very different state in your life and you dress differently. And we know that men are very visual and the things that you wore then you probably would never wear now. And you just don't see yourself dressing that way at all. But when it comes to seducing your husband, this is going to be all about him. All about how you can intrigue his senses and you can step into his world. It's not really about appealing to the masses and making a fashion statement. These are things you're really going to do in the privacy of your own home or where it's just the two of you. And the rest of the world really doesn't matter. So like I talked about in my previous podcast where we focused on how to dress feminine for your husband, wear clothes that entice him. Wear things that he likes to see you in. Pay attention to the things that he compliments you in and purchase more of those things or make more of those things. It could be you wearing nothing. Do that more. 
Whatever it is that he likes, try to find ways to incorporate it into your marriage and never ever feel ashamed of your body, especially in your naked body. Love your body. Your body is absolutely beautiful. No matter how it looks, it is freaking beautiful. And he likes to see you just as you are. So if you're not comfortable in your skin, if you're not comfortable being naked in front of the mirror and you feel some sort of shame, then there's a starting point. Maybe you need to unravel that. And of course, there are so many reasons why you could feel that shame. But that's something you do need to explore because as his wife, that gorgeous, beautiful, sexy body of yours also belongs to him. And so he's going to want that access. But if you're too shy or you feel ashamed, it will directly impact how comfortable you are in seduction, in the bedroom, in your sensuality. So if you don't already have some, I would always suggest buying some lingerie. And it doesn't have to be like the crazy stuff that the Victoria's Secret models wear in their shows with straps all over the place and wings. I mean, if you want to, that's fine. But that's not necessarily (laughs) what I'm referring to. I'm talking just more silky outfits, some pajamas that are just really soft, maybe a nice bold color that just intrigues him. Some lingerie that's like a cute little dress with lace and silk and maybe a little bit of a slit. It can even be those silky nightgowns that go all the way to the floor with a long slit up the side. But the way it'll flow on your body will be very seductive and sensual. So it definitely does not have to be raunchy. It should be within your comfort zone. But push the envelope a little bit. Because this is your husband. It's not something that you're going to be walking down the street with. Push it a little bit. (laughs) Don't ever lose that sparkle. Don't ever lose that excitement and enthusiasm that you have for being sexy. Something else that we change a lot that we maybe don't pay a lot of attention to is our hairstyles. And I noticed that as women are older and older, their hairstyles tend to get shorter and shorter. And we know that when it comes to femininity, Men do prefer long hair. It doesn't matter if it's long in braids, long in locks, long in a weave, long in a wig. As long as your hair is full and voluminous, men like that because it just signifies youth and health and beauty. And so they're more attracted to that. However, of course, there are some short haircuts that look so, so sexy. And it just depends on your face and the way that you wear it. So it's not to say that there's anything wrong with short hair. Personally, I believe that short hair is the sexiest a woman can look if she can pull off a very short haircut. I think it is absolutely stunning because it allows all of your features to be seen and all of your body to be seen. So this varies person to person, but it also varies by what your husband likes. There are some men who only like long hair and they are unattracted to short haircuts. There are some men who dislike hair that's loose and they only like hair that's braided. And this is his personal preference. But however he met you and whatever he was attracted to when he met you is what he likes. And usually that doesn't change. (laughs) It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't change. It's what he likes. So you kind of want to keep that in mind, honey, and remember that we're blessed 
to live in a time where you have access to so much that you don't even have to really permanently change anything. You can always get a wig for a night or two, or you can get your hair done and then you have access to find many people who can do it. You can do a variety of things with your hair, but don't allow your hair to get to the point where you don't even mind it. You forget you even have hair because you pay no attention to it. Remember that that's a very big part of the way you look. And when we're younger, we put a lot more attention into it than as we get older. Also, your mood. Your personality will probably stay the same as you grow and as you are with him for years at a time. But a lot of times our mood does change because things have happened in life. Maybe we've gone through things in our marriage that have jaded us. Maybe we've dealt with death in the family, or perhaps certain things that we do now affect our mood directly. So maybe when you met him, you were both athletes, and now you don't even go to the gym, (laughs) you do no physical activity at all, and that affects your mood. It affects how good you feel, how much energy you have. So if you did things in the past together that required a lot of energy, it required you to be in good health, and now you can't that will affect your marriage and it will affect the confidence that you have in being that ideal woman for him. Our mood can also be affected by what we eat, just our diet. If we're not conscious about eating things that are mood boosters, we can actually get to the point where our food directly affects how we feel. So it's important for you to focus on yourself and think about the different ways that you can elevate your mood If you notice that, yes, you are dealing with things that affect your mood on a day-to-day, and this is not who you used to be, and it's also not how you want to be, start paying attention to it. Things like birth control, the hormones they put in those birth control methods, they do affect you. Find ways to de-stress. Try to go to the spa every once in a while. Go into a sauna. Of course, exercise and stretch and have a spiritual life. These things are all going to enhance how you show up every day. Another big area that a lot of us women struggle with, especially after being married for a while, and a while could be three years, it could be two years, is our weight. If we look at our old photos and we see that we used to look a certain way or he used to look at us in a certain way or maybe be more attracted to us, we blame it on our weight, the way that we look. And some of our husbands are pretty straight up about this. They'll just say it like you're getting fat or you've gained a lot of weight. And unfortunately, that insensitivity can really affect us in our self-esteem. If that's something you're struggling with, then it's time for you to take a look at it. It's not easy. It's not pretty. It hurts and it's hard. But if it's something that can be handled and it's not tied to a medication you're taking or an illness that you have, then my recommendation would be first to pray about it because everything starts in the spiritual. Go ahead and pour your heart out to God. He is always ready to listen to you. And he knows what you're struggling with, but he needs your permission to go ahead and make things happen for you. So don't be afraid to spill your heart out and tell God, this is what I'm struggling with. 
I need help with this. Please help me to be able to lose this weight and to be healthy. Because ultimately, God does want you to be healthy. He wants you to be a healthy weight so that you can live long. And from there, if you continue praying and having faith that this will come to pass, it won't be forever, you will be able to see results in your weight. You can start exercising and changing your diet and finding other things to help motivate you to lose the weight because it may not be for your husband. Those words may have hurt too much for you to feel like you need to do anything to impress him. And you can find other reasons to lose the weight and get back to feeling like you used to about yourself. Another thing that is absolutely important in terms of looking the part is focusing on how you smell. When you want to invite anyone in aromatically, your fragrance is going to be key. Now, this can be fragrance you're spraying on your body. It can be a body lotion. It can be a perfume hair mist. It doesn't really matter where the fragrance is coming from. But having a fragrance that wears well with your body, that sort of emanates as you walk into the room, is going to be a game changer in the way that you feel and in the way that your husband responds to you. For many of us, when we were younger, we had a certain fragrance that we liked, something that worked well with us. But as we've gotten older, we either forgot all about the fragrance, wanted to change our fragrance, but then never actually started exploring and figuring out what was out there. But it's okay. Now is the time. You can start doing that now and make this a quest to find a fragrance that really brings out your sensuality and the seductive, sexy side of you. I got to the point where I felt that my fragrances weren't really representing who I was at this point in my life. And so I went on a hunt and I found all of these new brands that I had never heard of. I ran into fragrances that had very unique notes that just felt like they were oozing from my skin. And it just elevated my mood, elevated whatever I was wearing. It made me want to wear certain things because I finally felt like it was all coming together. The looks, the mood, the attitude, the smell, the whole vibe was coming together. And so for you, that might be where you are now, where you need to explore. There are so many brands out there. Going to new department stores, going to higher end department stores, going to boutique shops, going to apothecaries. As you know, I have my fragrance, 2911, and I'm hearing most women describing it as very sensual and perfect for date night. It wasn't exactly what I had in mind when I was creating it, but that's how it's wearing on many women. And that's the beautiful thing about fragrance. It's unique to you. So find not only what smells wonderful on you, but what your husband likes on you. And something that's really nice is having a bedtime fragrance. So you can have a fragrance that you wear just for the bed. It can be a body powder, it can be a scented deodorant, it can be a body cream, a body oil, or a full-on fragrance. But this is what you're going to slip into when you get into bed, and it creates that sensual environment for you and your husband. Naturally, as a human, he's going to be drawn into that scent and may encourage him to put his arm around you or just to be more involved with you. I don't wear a full-on deodorant to bed, but I do have a deodorant spray that smells really good. It makes me feel very sensual and sexy, and it just warms up the environment and draws my husband in. 
So with this, just remember that you are doing all of this to create this environment in your home between you and your husband that will elevate the passion and create a space for physical affection. So when you're thinking about looking the part, I want you to just reflect on your husband. What kind of woman does he like? I'm not asking you to think about what you would want him to like. What does he actually like? And that's who you are going to be. Normally, it's just another version of you. Maybe the you that he met when he was 15 years old. Maybe the you that he met when you were 29 years old. But usually, men are going to marry what they like. And whatever he is drawn to, whatever you're seeing catching his eye or whatever he's complimenting is going to be what he likes. And it may sting a little bit if that's not where you are right now, but it does not mean that you give up on yourself. It does not mean that you deem yourself as unworthy or ugly or undesirable. You are still that woman. That woman is still you. It's all about the aesthetic, the effort, and the wherewithal. Take a second look and get back to being the woman that you once were in order to spark up that passion in your marriage. Ladies, before we continue, I want to share my fragrance line with you. Fine Forever. Fine Forever is a blessed luxury fragrance line that promotes the promises of God. Each fragrance is tied to a biblical scripture to remind you that with God, you will be fine forever. We just launched our first fragrance, 2911, after the scripture, Jeremiah 2911, which states the plans that God has for your life. 2911 is a rich, mysterious, and feminine fragrance. It will surely turn heads and become a signature scent for you and for others. Visit the website www.fineforever.com and purchase 2911 for yourself and for someone you think could use a promise from God. I thank each and every one of you for your support and I hope that you enjoy 2911. Another key to seducing your husband is creating the time and space. When we're married, time is something that we're chasing. We're so busy with so many other things, whether it's cooking, folding clothes, parenting, planning things out, and just mapping out the very little time that you may have to yourself. It's not easy to create time for seduction, create time for romance, for pleasure, but it's absolutely crucial to do it. It's unrealistic to think that you're going to be seducing your husband every day and every moment. When you're dating, it's a little bit easier because maybe you're seeing him once a week or once a month. So during that time, you have his undivided attention to kind of just be in his presence and give it what you got. But when you see him every day, a lot of that mystery and all of that spark kind of goes away. So you do have to create times to really bring it. 
And so mapping out time for the two of you is something that I want you to consider being a priority in your marriage. This is something you can do every single day, just scheduling some uninterrupted time that you're going to give him your attention. It can be right when he gets home. So if you get home before him or you work from home or you're a homemaker, then you kind of expect him to come home at a certain time and you can create an environment that's calm, whether it means the kids have to have their showers and be tucked away or be in the rooms doing something, knowing that he's coming home to a quiet environment, maybe having something for him to eat ready and you looking put together. You don't have to look like you walked out of a magazine, but just looking put together and pleasant. And because that is scheduled time for the two of you, you're not doing things that are taking your attention away from him. You're truly present. That may not be a good time for you though, depending on your home environment. It may have to be in the evening once the kids are asleep and it's just the two of you. He might be working all night and you may think, okay, well, how can I have time with him when he's always on this computer working? That's understandable, okay, this is life. However, if that's the case, then you can create a date night, a night where you two both know that during this day, during these times, it's just gonna be us. It can be once a week, it can be once a month, but it does need to happen. So nothing can get in the way of this time. Whatever gets in the way can get cut out. And you may have to invest in a babysitter or someone in the family who's willing to watch your children, because this is a priority. It can't always be, well, we have money for this, but we don't have it for that. You may have to look again at your finances and redistribute it based on the values in your home. And spending uninterrupted quality time with your husband is a priority. It doesn't mean you have to go to fancy restaurants or do anything that costs too much money. It just means that you need to have time to yourself. So maybe your children can be with your mom and you can just be at home, just the two of you, and you can watch a movie together or make something together. Anything that you want to do, go out somewhere, have a night in the town, just enjoy each other's company without having to spend a ton of money. If it's something you're doing periodically and you don't have the means at the moment. But do not allow things like money to become a deterrent for spending time together. It's not a requirement. It's the time, which is money, okay? Time is the biggest source of currency. Everybody wants your time. Your phone wants your time. Social media wants your time. Your children want your time. Your husband wants your time. Everyone wants your time. So your time is very precious. It is just as precious as money. But your husband is more precious than your time and your money. And that has to be a priority to you. Now, during these date nights is not the time where you're going to be bringing up all the drama that you have with him. It's not the time to be talking about stressful things and things that are going to cause tension. I would suggest, and this is a totally different conversation, but I would suggest having a day or a time where you do talk about those things like the bills and the appointments and whatever is going on as a couple, but that is a separate day, separate time than date night. It should feel like it did when you were dating. Nothing serious brought up, nothing that's going to cause any friction, 
and just enjoy each other. Now, this can be a little bit challenging if you have resentments built up during the week. You have things that are sort of bothering the two of you, but you haven't discussed. That can make that time kind of problematic. However, love conquers all. And when you come into these date nights looking good, smelling good, being in a good mood, and choosing to let some of these things go, the things that are truly not important. Maybe you're hanging on to an argument from Monday and it's now Thursday. You can let it go now. Enjoy that time together. You never know when you will not be with that person again. And most of those arguments are completely pointless in the long run. And have sex. Have sex. When you are married, you can have sex without any source of embarrassment, any feelings of shame, all the things that society will put on us or our faith will put on us. All of it goes away. You don't have to worry about that. Now, if you have issues in this area because of other things like traumas and things that have happened to you in past relationships, then this can be an area that you do need healing in. And we can talk about that at another time. But sex was made for you, girl. It was made for marriage. You should have no shame in having sex with your husband. And it's one of those things that God literally designed for marriage. He made sure that he made sex pleasurable so that it will help couples out. He made it pleasurable so that when you are fighting, you are in disagreements, you have something that the two of you are desiring that will bring you back together and remind you that you are one. So that's something that should be honored, valued, and done a lot, as much as you want, as much as possible in your marriage. Because Lord knows marriage is hard. Marriage is freaking hard. And when I say that, I mean that there are just so many challenges that come with it on a daily basis because you're dealing with another individual that you have to live with (laughs) and you have to love and respect and raise children with and finances with. So it's not easy. There are so many different points where there can be clashes. And so having sex will release a lot of those tensions, build those bonds back, allow you to feel those euphoric feelings, and just allow yourself to know that you are in a marriage where you are loved and you are protected and you have a physical manifestation of that through sex. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a virtual counseling service where you can schedule phone or video sessions. It is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. It is a worldwide service and can help you in areas such as depression, anxiety, anger, trauma, and other concerns. Everything that you share is confidential, professional, and affordable. You can check out their testimonials on their website daily. And note, this is not a crisis hotline. I want you to live a life where you're full of happiness and hope today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off of your first month by visiting our sponsor, betterhelp.com feminine. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. 
Again, that's betterhelp.com slash feminine. Another way that you can seduce your husband is by your body language, is by the things that you do with your body and with your mouth, with your lips. And I'm talking strictly about using your eyes and using your words. So looking at him, having an intense gaze is going to be seductive. It's going to tell your husband that something is up. So you could just be sitting on the couch wearing something very basic, reading a magazine, minding your own business, and you can just look at him and give him an intense gaze that makes him ask, what's wrong with you? What are you thinking? And you don't answer him, you just look at him. This gaze is one of those that brings sexual energy into the room and allows it to shine through your body. And you can do this just by looking at him and tilting your chin a little bit low, kind of toward your chest area. You don't want to put it all the way to your chest, but just kind of tilt it down and then look up and stare. Make him uncomfortable. Take some of that power back. Allow yourself to feel powerful and sexual as a woman. And he's going to be so attracted to that. You can also seduce him by the things that you say. Some of us women are more talkative and some of us are a little bit more quiet, more shy. They're both very sexy. They both emanate sexual energy. It just depends on your style. And it's really nice when you can switch things up. So if you are someone who's very boisterous, very talkative, very exuberant, try being a little quiet, a little more seductive in that way and throwing him off. Men love variety. They love being thrown off, surprised in a good way. So you don't always want to do the same thing and you don't always want to be predictable. You want to do things that make him guess and make him think. That is very seductive. But for those of you who are a little bit more witty or you're good with words and you can use a little bit of banter with him. So you can, you know, come out of the shower with your towel on and say a little something to him that'll throw him off. And then he might say something to you because now he knows you're playing, right? And you keep it going. And even if he tries to brush you off or pretend like you're not fun and say something like, yeah, right, you know, just to kind of throw you off or test you, stick to it. Don't drop it. Don't drop the act. Don't drop the moment just because he's acting funny about it. Keep it going and see where he takes it. If it's obviously poor timing, maybe he's in the middle of something very serious, then yes, it it truly may not be a good moment, but that's why you have to gauge. You know your husband, you know his routine. Use the timing appropriately so that it can work in your favor. Another very seductive behavior is just being in a great mood. You'd be surprised how much being in a excited or happy, joyful mood is seductive. The average person is really probably in more of a bad mood than in a good one. And so you being in a mood where it looks like something made you happy and he can't quite figure it out is very mysterious and seductive. And he will be drawn to that because most men are usually ready to throw away the seriousness and act childlike. 
And so if you're sort of doing that too, he feels that permission to go there with you. And if this is not how you normally act, then again, he'll be excited that you're acting totally outside of your element. Men love adventures. They love to feel that we're taking a trip somewhere different. We're doing something different right now. That is what kind of holds that sexuality and that passion in your marriage is by doing things outside of the norm. And if outside of the norm for you is being in a chipper and happy mood, then do it because that will draw him in. And lastly, another way to seduce your husband is by physical touch, actually touching him. And this is not something that you have to do to insinuate that you're ready for him to take over your body. Just little touches throughout the day make a very big difference. So if you're walking through the house and you're going to the kitchen and he's on the couch watching TV, just brush your hands over his shoulders, touch him. When you're talking to him, get real close, get real in his face. And he's going to wonder, what in the world are you doing? And just kiss him sporadically. Just do what you wouldn't normally do. Or when you're talking to him, you can kind of rub his head. Men love that when you rub their head, rub their scalp. Granted, you know, you're not ruining a a hairstyle. (laughs) You know, some men are picky about that kind of thing. But let's say you're dealing with an average man. He's going to like you touching his head, rubbing his head, touching his beard while you're talking to him, looking into his eyes. Always, always, always make eye contact when you're talking to him. This is a very seductive trait that most people don't take advantage of because looking in someone's eyes is so deep. You get to see so much more than you are ready for. And so when you have the audacity and you're brave enough to look in someone's eyes, even if you're also feeling a little nervous about it, it will create that sexual tension in the room. You can also touch his shoulders when you're talking to him. And I mean talking to him about literally anything. You could be talking to him about how the house is a mess and you just want some time to relax. And as you're talking about this, you're rubbing his shoulders and you're rubbing his arms. Those masculine areas on his body is going to make him feel like a man. And you touching him like that will arouse him. So just beware of that. (laughs) If your husband has very high sexual energy and you are kind of trying to keep him off of you more than leading him onto you, then, you know, just, just beware that touching him often is going to arouse him. But it is a very nice way of keeping yourself connected with him and not having this cold roommate feeling in your household. It also lets your children see that, you know, mom and dad are in love. Mom and dad are together. We are a family. And yeah, they may not want to see you guys kissing all up on each other. That's fine. But a little touch here and there reminds him that you are his. And that is a really, really important feeling for men to have, no matter how long you've been together. Now, touching your husband or having your husband touch you can be uncomfortable if, again, you have certain things about yourself that you're not secure with. Or perhaps maybe you feel like you're dirty, you haven't showered, you don't smell good. Or say if you're hiding something, maybe you're smoking weed and he doesn't know about it. Or smoking cigarettes or drinking alcohol. Things that maybe you're hiding from him. 
So you will be afraid, of course, to get close to him or for him to get close to you because you may get caught. So if you have anything that you're hiding, things about yourself you shouldn't be doing, then it will affect the intimacy. It will affect your ability to be able to seduce him because you'll only be able to do it at certain times and you may stop him from touching you. Just know that when you do that, if you block him from touching you one too many times, he's probably going to stop. Men feel the sting of rejection very easily. It does not take much for them to feel like you just don't want them. So you have to be very careful with how you say no. Most of the time, it's really just how you do it. And consider the fact that he is more sexually driven, or he may be more sexually driven than you are. Or you just may be really arousing him with your presence, which means you're doing a good job. You're doing a very good job if you're arousing him with your presence without even touching him. But just know that he may really start getting that passion for you again and may want to be more intimate with you or just closer to you or just want to feel that energy with you again. And so once you start, it's going to continue and you need to be ready for that. But I believe in you, honey. I know you can do it. And this is something that you may be opening a new door to. Maybe you haven't thought about these things or had the courage to pursue any of these things in a really long time. Or the distance between you and your husband has gotten so wide that you just feel like there's no way you could get back to that place. But you absolutely can. Maybe you won't be able to do it on your own, but that's why you have God. You have someone who is with you all the time, watching over you and your marriage, and he is ready to help you. So if you are even in a position where you just don't feel like you can do it, that's the time to ask God to help. You can just say in the moment, Lord, please help me to be nice to my husband today. Lord, please help me to be able to get through this sexual experience if you're just really not in the mood at the moment. And he will always help you. The Holy Spirit will always help you with everything that you ask for. If you sincerely and humbly ask and have faith that he's going to show up, he will always show up. And he doesn't just show up for certain things. He shows up for every single thing in your life, including your sensuality, including your sex life, including your marriage. want to say a prayer for you ladies who are re-exploring your sensuality, who have the will and the want to seduce your husband again, who want your husband to look at you like the prize again, and you just don't know where to start, or you need the encouragement, the strength, and the will to continue. Go ahead and close your eyes. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for every single one of these beautiful women who have listened to this podcast. We thank you for their lives and everything that you are showing them. We thank you for being our God, the omnipresent, powerful, loving, generous God you are. We thank you, Lord Jesus. And we ask today that you bless each and every one of these women's marriages. We ask, Lord Jesus, that you instill a sense of confidence in each and every listener Allow them to feel that they are bold, strong, and courageous and can open up a new element in their marriage. 
Lord, we know that you love marriage, that you love us, our bodies, and you love sex between a husband and a wife. We ask that you bless our sex lives abundantly. Allow our husbands to have the passion that he once had for us. Allow us to be able to have the time that we need to create a passionate and beautiful environment for our love. Allow each and every one of us to be able to thrive in our womanhood, thrive in our femininity, and help us to become finer wives, to be able to seduce our husbands and create sexual passion in our homes. We thank you in advance for changing our marriages. We ask your Holy Spirit to be ever present in our lives and lead us to the way to open up these doors in our love life. We pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you so much to each and every one of you beautiful ladies for listening to this podcast. I hope that this helped to give you ideas and inspiration to bring femininity, to bring sexuality and sensuality back into your marriage. I hope that you're brave enough to be able to do these things and that you pray for your husband's hearts to be softened, to open up to you as you explore this new part of your life. I ask that each and every one of you share this podcast with anyone who you think may need to hear it. If you happen to post it on your social media platforms, then please tag me at a feminine impression or at Dr. Michelle Daff. And also watch the videos on my YouTube channel, Dr. Michelle Daff, for more videos on how to be a finer wife. Also visit my website, www fineforever.com and purchase 2911 the fragrance if you are a listener here on my podcast you get 20% off by using the code feminine it's a code that's just for you ladies and I hope that it helps you in your purchase I love you all so much and I'm so so excited to see all the changes that are happening in your marriages please let me know how things are going and continue to have faith that with God, you will be fine forever. Until next time, I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Daff. And remember, in all things you do, make a feminine impression. Bye-bye.